center of our lives, O God. You are the King of kings over us. You are Lord of lords in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, you are the everything over our lives. So we give you praise tonight. We exalt you tonight. You are the one that has taken victory over us, over our lives in the name of Jesus. You are that man that is leading the battle, O oh God. You are that man that is leading us, the pillar of cloud by day, the pillar of fire by night. So you are in the center of our lives, O oh God. For that we glorify your name tonight, we exalt you. For that we magnify your name, for that we give you praise. Amen. Father, we Amen. praise you, O oh God. Our spirit praise your heart praise you tonight. Yes. For the life that has been given us, we praise you tonight. Yes. For being the King of kings and the Lord of lords of our lives, we praise Amen. you. Father, we lift you high in our lives tonight, O oh God. Amen. We declare your Lordship in our lives Amen. tonight in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, you are the center of it all. Thank you, Lord. You are being a shepherd. And you promise us that we never lack. And will not want in the name of Jesus. Thank you for being the center of it all. Thank you for being the center of our lives. The center of our home. The center of our homes, Amen. the center of our children's Amen. life, the center of our husbands, the center of Christ's church tabernacle. You are the center of it all. You are the center of everything that we do in this church. Hence, you have pronounced this covenant that you have with us every first, second, and the third. Because you are the center of it all. So that we can cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. So that we can do the great things that you have prepared for us to do. So that we can have life and have life abundantly. So we exalt you tonight for being the center of our lives. Because you are the, at the center of our lives, Lord Jesus. You can direct our footsteps. You can direct everything that we do. You have made it possible that tonight we are going to be here. Because you are the commander, the chief host of our lives. So we magnify your name tonight. You are the center of our lives, oh God. You are at the center of our lives. So you are the center of this meeting tonight. So we declare your lordship, oh God. You are the center of this meeting tonight, O oh God. You are the center of Jesus. You are the beginning of this meeting. And you are the end of this meeting. So we declare your lordship, O oh God. Take control, O oh God. Take charge, O oh God. Father, we glorify your name. <coughs> Thank you for hearing us. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And the saints of God shout the loudest. Hallelujah. Let's put our hands together for the Corinthians. As I go to take your seat, say amen. You can do better than that. You can do better than that. Hallelujah. God is the center of it all. When I heard the chorister singing, I said, look, these people are in the spirit. Let's put our hands together for them again. Amen. They sang everything that I'm about to discuss with you tonight. Let's put our hands together for them. They sang everything, everything, everything. From the beginning of your song, I lift my hands to you, uh, to the coming king. Lifting up our hands to the coming king. Let's put our hands together for them. They are in the spirit. I heard them also sing, I will serve no foreign God. The purpose of our meeting tonight is to prepare us so that we can be able to hold forth with the God that we serve. The God that is chief host of the army that has been in the center of our lives. You can do better than that. Hallelujah. When I heard them singing, I know that God himself is on the throne. Hallelujah. And he's leading us tonight. And they also sang, as a deer pants for the water. Hallelujah. We need to drink from God every day. We need to drink from God every day of our lives. 
These are all what I've prepared to teach you. Hallelujah. It's not only about the first, second, and the third. Let's be seated, please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say to your neighbor close to your neighbor, you are going to enjoy tonight. Because Jesus is at the center of it all. Hallelujah. Wherever Jesus is, there is abundant freedom. Hallelujah. It's overcomers at Maybe, please put it there. It's victory night. Amen. Amen and amen. Victory night. So I have a question before me tonight and before us tonight. Why victory night? Have you ever thought about it? It's not because Apostle Williams wants us to gather together and come and sing and come and pray. Why victory night? So that when victory night comes again, we'll be able to know how to prepare ourselves. We'll be able to know how not to come to enjoy the benefits of victory night only, how to invite people to come to victory night. God has shown to the man of God, victory night is not only this handful of people. He's supposed to be everyone up there and everyone down here. Where are the people? When we are having crossover night at the first, you see everybody everywhere. With other, with due respect to some of us that have gone back to school, or some of us that are in, in university and all the rest of that, where are the people? Hallelujah. And the Lord was started speaking to me when I was asking God this question. He said, because people do not know it well, I should come and resound it to us. Why victory night? And I want you to take your pen. I want you to take your paper and write tonight. So that when we get to the 30th, or if the month continues the 31st of every month, or before that time, you'll be able to know how to prepare for the new month. Hallelujah. When we prepare for the new month, there is great protection. Son will come. Maybe husband will come. Wife will not come. <laughs> or wife will come. Husband will not come. I can't be bothered, you know. You go. And after all, you are in the, in the technical. So they want you there. Me, I just sit down cooler here. I'll be watching you on the internet. Ha! Ah, may the Lord help us. Why is it tonight? Victory night is a covenant that God made with us, Christ's faith tabernacle. Not everybody knows this. I want you to write it down. So while we get back home, you sit your family together. If you are not on your own that you are written. You sit, husband and wife sit together, family sit together. Begin to tell them the reason why we have to be here tonight. Because some people don't know. If they know... This whole place will be filled because this church is more than this. Amen. Victory night is a covenant that God has made with Christ's faith tabernacle to celebrate a new month and remind us of what he had done in the previous months. If anybody will ask you, why are you inviting me to this meeting? We must be able to tell them. You must be able to tell your wives. You must be able to tell your children. I love it in, those, in, in the scriptures. When God gives them, ask them to do something, which I'm going to stand on more on Sunday, He will tell them so that we can tell our children, so that we can lay a foundation, so that we can pass it on and on to our generation. That's the reason why we are doing all these things. That's the reason why I've met with Moses. That's the reason why I've met with uh, uh, um, Joshua. 
That's the reason why I've met with other great men of God in the Bible so that you can be able to relate these things to our children's children. Amen. But adventure, you're gone. After we have lived the life that God has given to us to live, how do you want if God open heaven and ask you to look down? Do you, when you see this church not going as you ought to go, although I will see it as God has ordained it, amen? We will not feel happy. Then you begin to blame yourselves. So that's the reason why we have to make you to understand the purpose or the reason for uh, victory night. Victory night is when we have to gather with our families to seek the face of God. We are not just coming here to, to welcome ourselves again or because I need to uh, do business with somebody. No. Or because I need to remind somebody I can't go to their home, I can't see them in church. It's not a place of arrangement. It's a place... It's a night when we have to gather with our families to seek the face of God. Hallelujah. And so, therefore, none of our family must miss this meeting. None of our family must miss this meeting. Except with the exception of they are in school, they are in uni, maybe they have an exam and they take a permission they want to do that without exemption. And that does not even exempt them. Amen. Even babies in the womb must not be exempted. Unborn babies, they must not be exempted in this meeting. God demands our faithfulness and willingness in all these meetings. Our faithfulness and our willingness, God demands in this meeting for us to get the best of what he has prepared for us, both in the land we occupy or in the world at large. That is best for us in this land. Hallelujah. God has prepared the best for us in this land. Hallelujah. I think you are amen. And also in the world at large. That's why it's not only Christ's faith tabernacle London that celebrates week tonight. Christ's faith tabernacle all over the world. Wherever the foundation of Christ's faith tabernacle is laid, they must celebrate it. And every pastor that is overseeing, or every overseer that is overseeing this nation, must continually, administrators will hear this now, administrators, hear this now. They must continue, on, <coughs> on a regular basis, remind the people about Victory Night. Victory Night is not a meeting that father will come, children will not come. It's not a night that mothers will come, children will not come. It's not a meeting that children will come, parents will not come. Uh, yes, parents will not come. It's a meeting that every member of the family must attend. Let's say amen to that. Therefore, the word of God, uh, Isaiah 1.19, if we are willing and we are obedient, we will eat the best of the land. For as many people that have... Phew, that's the 12 days of Christmas over. Now I'm just counting the days to my holiday. At least when I want to get into shape. Diet chef, count the calories for me. 27 degrees. Now that's a number I do like. And right now, receive a NutriBlend when you order online at dietchef.co.uk and quote the code BLENDER. It's worth 49.99 and free when you subscribe for three months. Diet chef, we do the counting for you. He us and brought us into his life. 
What a grace that God has given to us. It is a time we gather to remember our deliverance from the, this dark world of sin into the marvelous kingdom of light. We gather to remember our salvation. We gather to remember and rejoice about what God has done for us. He has done so much for us. If not, some of us will be in these places tonight. The married ones would have left their wives at home and they are going to enjoy life. They will just come to their wives anytime. Or wives would have left their husbands at home and go and enjoy life and come back anytime. Everybody has their own time. And then they come into the house and say, we are partners. We have such life. But thank God that God unpicked us from this bad world. Even though we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We must know that for sure. That's why when some of us are, uh, are, are transgressing and we are getting out of where God has placed us, we need to use that rope as a priest to drag, to drag you back. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says we are royal priesthood, a holy nation. When the priest is dying, we are doing the ritual. When they are not hearing no more from the priest, what happened to them? They, you, they, there is a rope that they used to draw them back. That's why when we see you in this dark world that you are dying, we try to draw you back through the word of God. And that is what victory night is all about. That's why we must remind each other, one another, what's happening. Apostle, we ask us. Some people, they don't even know. They can't remember. The first of the month, where you have to declare and decree, this is what I want, how I want my month to be. This, I told you yesterday about the covenant. It's a month of covenant. Victory night. Months where we have to remember the covenant of God concerning us. What did God say about us in this dark world? What are we supposed to do? We must remind him of his word on a regular basis. Lord, this is a, I'm going into a new month. You know, I don't know this song in, uh, in, uh, in English. But I said, Oh, Lua mi monta de lo la tisha ife o Interpretation in English. When you are leaving home, it's, it's here. 
No, 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 no. Oh, Lord, uh, oh, Lord, me, mon, jade, lo. That is, that's a song that you use to get out of your home in the morning. Yes, it's there. They should put it on the screen so that they will see it. The English version. Choir, you must practice it. It's like a song you sing every day. Oh, Lord, I'm going in your name. Cover me with your blood. That's what the song has just said. Cover, give it to them, let them put it on the screen. Cover me with your blood. Even the work I'm going to do, you commit your work. A lot of us don't commit our work. So why victory night? Victory night is to commit your whole being, your whole home, your work in that month. Not that you don't pray for that month, but as you begin the month, you begin to commit everything. Commit your family. We commit the church. That's why when I asked people to come and pray yesterday, thank God for the people I prayed. You prayed wonderfully well. Committing this church, committing the work of the church, reminding God of his covenant, and then going forward to do the right thing. May the Lord help us. Hallelujah. Choir practice that song. We have to sing it if we have songwriters. You can even interpret it for this victory night. Oh Lord, we are starting a new month. Protect us. Direct us. This is the work you have given to us to do. This is the church that you have assigned to us to be. God has assigned you to be in the church. You think you are just coming to sit down and go out to sit and go. You know, when I, when I, as I, I came out, I saw the groups that are praying and I'm hearing the voice of the group praying. I said, this is Christ said about when it just started. Thank God for the man of God that is hearing God. God has seen that we are no more back to, we are no more going as we are to go. Then he spoke to the man of God to bring us back to basis. Maybe if it's me, that's why I'm not the overhead uh, a leader. I will see how the people are arresting. I remember when I said to Apostle, I said, it's too much. I said, they're arresting. I said, you rest. My own people will go. Hallelujah. So I, immediately I knew in my head, I'm, am I not part of his people? I'm number one part of your people. So, but me, as a mother, I'm thinking, oh, let them rest. We have finished the 90 days. What's all this, Wala? He said, you can rest. And when the man of God put his foot down, tell me I can rest, <laughs> you know what that means. If you like, you rest. The man of God has said, you can rest. But I decide not to rest. So as many of us, for the first, second, and the third, even for the prayer meetings that are going on, don't give yourself rest until we see the manifestation of God on the walls of our church, on the walls of our homes, on the walls of everything that God has given to us. So if I tell you you can rest, what's your answer now? If I tell you you can rest, no, I'm not going to rest until I see the manifestation of God. You know there, is a, there are lots of things you are trusting God for. And then not because of the need-minded things, but we are trusting God to be within here in heaven. In heaven there is no rest. In heaven they are praising 24 hours. So the man of God is preparing us. So that some of us will not be taking rest when we get to heaven. You'll be surprised. Because there is liberty. And some will do what they like. The angel might not come and knock your door to fellowship in the morning. Like they do for us in the dormitory. Every 5 a.m. you must be at the prayer meeting. When I was in boarding school. There is nobody to come and knock your door. And since uh, Apostle Travel, uh, 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 my door has been knocked on. So I said, please, please. Uh, I, I don't use such phrase, but it's like, let me rest. Let me rest, please. I just want to sleep this time. I'm not, don't knock my door, please. I want to, you know, sometimes you are really tired, you want to sleep. And especially now that I know the, the, the real strength that comes from sleeping. So if you have not been sleeping well, tell your neighbor, neighbor, 
take your rest. Hallelujah. Because some people are not taking their rest and it's like, you've been looking weird every time. Things are not falling in place because you are not taking rest. The Lord will give us rest in Jesus' name. But I'm not saying that you should take rest at God's own instruction. You understand? What are the things that God has? What are the covenants? What are the covenants that God has made with the church? When God makes covenant with the church and then you are resting, you also know where you belong. May the Lord help us. For this reason, we must gather every first and second and the third day of the month. As God has instructed our Father in the Lord. What was the instruction given to him? For the first, second, and the third. That every pastor... I know the pastors are listening to me. So, you can't afford to be here and your wife is not here. You can't afford to be here and your children are not here. You can't afford to be here and then your household. People that are living with you. Because it's both slave and everybody. People that you know that can, that can benefit from this. You can't afford to be here and not, they are not here. Amen. To assemble every pastor, every elder, every deacon. I think I'm going to do a write-up from what I've written here. And they will read it for us. Maybe about two weeks before we end the month. So that people, you know, sometimes if you don't tell them, say, how can they hear if you don't? You understand? So that people will know the significance of these meetings that we are attending. It's not the time that you are falling in, I'm going to work. No. If you are going to work, yes, we know. We know the genuine work. But there are some work that people are going because we want to be paid over time. That is not genuine anymore. You can't do that at this very, for these reasons. Every elder, every deacon, every deaconess, and every member of Christ's church tabernacle worldwide. Why? Why must every one of us commit ourselves to this meeting? To gather and commit ourselves before the Lord every first, second, and third of every month of the year. We don't see you want to ask, where are you? And you want to tell us the truth. Amen? Why gather together? To rededicate our lives. As we begin a new month. A lot of people just wake up and sleep. May that not be you in the name of Jesus. Just ourselves rush to church. Even what they are preaching church, you don't hear. But God has made this meeting possible for us. So that we can come to rededicate our lives. As we begin a new month. Amen. Some people, you know, the choir when they were singing, they will serve no foreign God. Some people will not come to this meeting because of a God. You know the God I'm talking about. Some their God is work. Some their God is husband. Some their God is wife. Some their God is their children. The child that you have been trusting God to give you. And God not gave you children. Ah, I can't be, I can't, hey, you don't know what I'm going to do. I don't pity people like that. I was discussing with somebody and said, ah, you don't know what is. I said, no. In this country, the only thing that the child I didn't give out to is twins. But if I had twins, I would manage. Because there is no mother, there is no father to help me. They are in Nigeria. Amen. 
So you can't even use like, your children to fill the gap. Because you are making a great mistake. A mistake. If you use your child. It's because of my children. Before I do this, before I do that. We are the people that after we, that, that's why I, can, I can record with you. After you have put your nap, you have put your, is it uh, padded? What did I padded thing they call? They call it again. Eh, nappy. Eh? Eh? Nappy pads. Anyway, you know what I do. I can't hear you. I can't hear properly. I have pampas, yes. I forgot it goes me a long time. After you have fixed the pampas, you know what happened? It will just pull. And you know where babies pull? It smells everywhere. You can't bring them to church like that. Sometimes I risk it and we come to church. And I have to change in that church so that the church will meet me. The only we make them to pull at the time you want to go out. We make them to wet the pampa. You know? But the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. So you can't use your children. You cannot even use work to cover up. If I want to really tell you in the real language, it's sin to use work or to use what God has blessed you with to cover up all these meetings. So if people are not here tonight, tell them to get the tape so that they can have it. It's a meeting for us to rededicate our lives as we begin a new month. Number two, it's a meeting to bring us out of our misery into our abundance. Every month comes with its challenges. You will record with me? Every month comes with its challenges. But it's a month to bring us out of all these challenges. Amen. To bring us into God's own abundance. That is, the abundance of life that God has prepared for you, the challenges will not make you. To some, you have been trusting God and it seems for two months, you didn't see your period, I'm talking to the women, and you are thanking God, thank God for this guy you are giving to me. The next in the third month, your period comes. <laughs> there are challenges, amen? Some of us don't see these challenges, and yet we, we just sit down. We are not serving God. May the Lord help us. Is a month for God to move us into our Canaan. A land flowing with milk and honey. So if you use your work on a regular basis, that means you are telling God no promotion. Because maybe in that meeting we have prayed for promotion. The man of God has decreed and has declared promotion in the name of Jesus. You are not there to receive amen. Are you listening to me? So then you cannot move with them into the land that is flowing with milk and honey. I like this. Exodus chapter 3. Let's quickly read it. Because I just wrote it as a, as a reference there. Exodus chapter 3. Genesis and Exodus, isn't it? Exodus chapter 3. Let's look at the verse... Yes. Okay, chapter 2 is where I am. Chapter 3. Okay. I'll start from verse uh, 13. There are a lot from before verse 13. Moses said to God, Suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, 
so that we can have an understanding of what I want to, I want to uh, uh, say. And said to them, the Lord of your fathers have sent me to you. And they asked me, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? He is to prepare ourselves for evangelism. Amen. All this meeting we are coming from, the people will ask you about your God. You prepare yourself. Moses was asking here, what will I say? In such meetings, or in this type of meeting, you'll be able to know what to say. When there's an opposition in that month to prepare us for the new month. He said, and God, yes, the God of your fathers have sent me to you. And they asked me, what is his name? I'm telling people about the God you serve. Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, the meeting that you hear God said, hallelujah, and you go out there to repeat it, what God has said. God said to Moses, when you encounter such a thing, say to them, I am who I am. This is what you have to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God will interpret that I am to you in several ways. When you preach about the I am to people, you'll be able to talk about the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. He's the one that is sending you to prepare you in the month as you show God to the people. Fifteen. God also said to Moses, said to the Israelites, the Lord, the God of your fathers. God wants you to go and testify. Hallelujah. The God of Abraham. We said it, answered it yesterday. The God of Isaac. The God of Jacob. The God of Apostle Williams. You'll be able to tell testimonies about the life of Apostle Williams. If there is no testimony, you just want to say the grace of God on him completing his LLC. Amen. Has sent me to you. This is my name forever. That is God's name forever. To reveal who God is. The meeting for this meeting. Not that you don't know God, but as you come, every chapter of God's life will be revealed to us. The name you shall call me from generation to generation. Hallelujah. 16. Go, assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. These are the things we are hearing since yesterday. The God of Apostle Williams, if I put my own there, appeared to me and said, I have watched over you to experience God showing himself to us when you come to this meeting. You will never lack. You will see God all the time. This meeting will have prepared you, maybe through the prayers that the people have prayed. That's why you must write down. That's why you must get the tape and listen to the tape over and over again. And he said that God and have, um, sorry about this, appeared to me and said, I have watched over you. To remind people again about the God that watches over us. And I've seen what has been done to you in Egypt. Paradventure in this world. You know we are still in the world. Things have not been working right for you. But God sees. Jehovah knows. Jehovah is moving. Jehovah himself is redirecting. Amen. To confirm to us that we are not alone. To confirm to us that he has us right in his palm. To confirm to us that he neither sleep nor slumber. Hallelujah. To confirm a lot of things to us. That's why we have this meeting. And I have promised to bring you up out of your mystery in Egypt. 
I said the reason for this is to bring us out of our misery. There are people that are living miserable lives all over. And yet they come to church. What is underneath this cloth is more. Is it the need that pays sometimes like my need? Hallelujah. The mystery of God is for me to see the healing in this knee. Hallelujah. Then we are, we are speaking about the God that heals. Then you'll be able to really raise your, you understand, and you'll be able to see God. So bring us out of our misery into our abundance of life. Or into our Canaan. A land flowing with milk and honey. That's 3 verse 17. He said to bring us out of your, to bring us out of our misery in Egypt. Into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. A land flowing with milk and honey. There is more for us in this nation. Hallelujah. There is, your amen is not sound. There is a lot for us in this nation. The reason why we have this city to remind us again like I'm reminding you. <laughs> to bring you out of your misery. To bring you out of your thinking. To bring you out of those things that disgrace you. To bring you out of those things that draw you back. To bring you out of the lifestyle that you don't want to live. To bring you into the life, into God's own lifestyle. <coughs> Hence, I titled this message, Victory over, our li- uh, over Lifestyle. Victory over our lifestyle. Or lifestyle. Any way you want to put it. We have victory all around. God bringing us out of our misery, out of your thinking. Oh, I don't know why. Headache all the time. I'm not even enjoying this marriage. I don't know why. God help me. It's a misery. Because you enter the marriage to, en- to enjoy the marriage. But the moment you get into the marriage, you begin to see the life of your husband revealed. Or the life of your wife revealed. This is not the woman that you, 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 you marry. You marry somebody that is always respected and everything. But when he, she gets into the house, or when you both now start to leave, pressure of marriage comes. The reason for this meeting, sometimes apostles will just deviate and then begin to talk about the misery, things that eyes have not seen. Maybe these are the things you are uh, uh, enduring in your life. You begin to pass through them. You begin to pass through them. That's the reason for this meeting. So that you don't, then you'll be able to prepare that month. If in a month you start experiencing difficult things that you cannot solve, misery in your life, is because you have not paid attention. Quote me. So what God is saying, where you belong. If you are a member of the church, this is where you belong. You are not eating from what God has prepared for you. Through the man of God. Hallelujah. The reason for this meeting is to take us from our misery into our land, into, the, into our abundance and into our, into our Canaan. And a land flowing with milk and honey. By this time tomorrow, there shall be abundance in this house. The reason for this meeting, to continually remind us of our old lifestyle and how we can maintain and live a good lifestyle. But adventure, you are, you are, you are a smoker, a rascal in your smoking. A drunkard in your drinking. You can drink to stupor, like Apostle I'm using Apostle phrase now. Someone that is always angry, angry face, all the time. Someone that hates. Someone that is full of pride. And this has been your lifestyle. Someone that cannot respect. 
Someone that just pick on people indirectly. The reason for this meeting is to flush all these things away from you. Your conduct, your attitude, and your nature. Amen. He is to continually remind us of our own lifestyle and how we can maintain and live a good lifestyle. You have everything. Maintaining and living a good lifestyle. The reason for this meeting, again, is to be refreshed. It's for us to learn how to be peaceful and fulfill covenant. Hallelujah. It's for us to be refreshed. When I heard the choir singing, As I dear pants for the waters of my soul, long time to you. I was like, wow. It's to be refreshed. So the choir, let's put the hands together for them again. They are in spirit tune. You, that is not clap. Hallelujah. So when I heard that, I said, yes, I've written, the reason for this is to be refreshed. Oh, these people are in tune. Phew, that's the 12 days of Christmas over. Now I'm just counting the days to my holiday. Hallelujah. So when I heard that, I said, yes, I've written, the reason for this is to be refreshed. Oh, these people are in tune. So when you're coming to such meetings or any meeting, just don't think I'm just going. Let me just go. Then you are not refreshed. Because God deals with the heart. You will bear that with me. That God deals with your heart. Mm, let me just go. So that uh, because they just ordained me now and they said the ordinance must come. No. If that is the reason why you are here, because you are ordained. Then you are not refreshed. Everything that is said in that meeting, <laughs> you are not taking nothing home. May the Lord change our hearts in the name of Jesus. The reason for this meeting is to be very careful to learn to live a life of peace and not bondage. Living a life of peace. Have peace with everybody. Not grudge with this, grudge with that. Keep malice with this. Keep malice with yourself. Keep malice with the flies, with the, with the ants. Keep malice with this altar. So people don't even cannot come to the altar. To, you are keeping malice with the altar. May the Lord help you. So that we not live a life of bondage. Nobody likes me. Then you are standing like an island. Mm. I know, I know. They don't like me. They like you in the church. No, they don't like me. It's you that they like. Then you are causing division among brethren. The six and the seven that God hates. Uh, don't call me John. It's you that they like. You are the one that they are going to use when you get to church now. Ah, may the Lord help you. Are you coming to the church because you want somebody to use you? Then you fail. You fail. Are you coming to the church because you want to see God? Then you pass. Hallelujah. Then when you bound your spirit, soul, and body, then you cannot, you cannot release anything. Anything you are doing, you are doing it out of grudge. So the reason for this meeting, ah, Last week, ah, shattered on me on the uh, uh, on the keyboard now. He shattered on me on the guitar. Why should I come? Don't like me in that church. Ah, I was watching the man of God just coming. Come here, don't have to judge. Ah, bondage. You are already taking yourself, studying yourself. May the Lord help us. So the reason for this meeting, for God, for us to be very careful to learn. And to live a life of peace and not bondage. 
God will interpret it the more for you in Jesus' name. The reason for this missing, to learn to be steadfast in fasting and living a prayerful lifestyle to protect our lives and take refuge in Him. Prayerful lifestyle. Many of you will, will agree with me. If we don't have this, this PM prayer, no, some people will not pray at all until they come to a prayer meeting. And that prayer meeting itself, they have not prayed. Some households do not wake up in the morning to have their quiet time. It's no more. Husband is rushing to work. Wife is rushing to work. Children are rushing to school. So, something, something happens. Center cannot hold. Things fall apart. Then the center cannot hold. But thank God for the prayer meetings that hold every six o'clock. Ah, you know today, I have to take my child swimming. <laughs> and no, I have to take my child. It's uh, golfing now that it's raining so that they can be golfing. You want to be a uh, mother, mother tiger wood. Or father tiger wood. So you neglect the work of God. Not that your children should not involve in that activity. I know once know somebody that always take children to football every Sunday. When the result came, she came to me because I warned her. When I warn you and you come to me, it's not that I'm trying to. I will remind you that I actually warned you about this football. Because what happened? The son started smoking weeds. Because of football, he's laying there. Even in the house. So she came to me and said, ah, that's what football can fetch. I said, I'm sorry I'm referring to it like this, but we pray. Read the book of Amos and know about it. When God's anger came upon some cities, some towns and villages. And it's people that live in those towns and villages. Because if you neglect God, God will neglect you. That's what it says. They will not neglect God in Jesus' name. To be very careful to learn to live a life of peace and not bondage. Then to learn to be steadfast in fasting. First, second, and third. We are too fast. Many of us failed. If we are not reminded all the time. If you cannot make the three days, you have one day that you do the 24 hours, isn't it? When you fast, it brings refreshing. Even from leadership to zero in the womb, we failed. We don't even fast. Think your breakfast. The other day is confession, time for confession. I've taken my herbal tea. Before I remember, I say, God forgive me. Are you listening to me? So confess your sins to God and let God forgive you. I'm not supposed to confess to the old church because I know many are failing in this. Sometimes I've been secondly served. We have four seconds and third. Yes, I'm the man of God. Thank God for the man of God that we have. Let's put our hands together for him. <laughs> and I'm bringing my boy there in the morning as usual. He said, you are not fasting? You know we are fasting? May you have people that can check you. If not, I would have failed many times. But I will check. Are you not fasting? I say fasting. God understands. Thank God I'm not the overall. Because I would have failed you in many ways. God knew then he put somebody ahead of me. So that you'd be drawing the rope. You are falling, my dear. Many would have failed. So the reason is to learn to be steadfast in fasting and living a prayerful lifestyle to protect our lives and take refuge in Him. 
Let's go to Psalm 64 to confirm that. I have many reasons here which I'm going to quickly Psalm 64. Let's look at verse I think it's verse 1b. 64 verse 1b. Hear me my God as I voice my complaint. There are several complaints in this scripture but the place I want to use is this. Protect my life from the threat of the enemy. If you set your life fasting before the month, you'll cover your family. The Bible says we should fellowship. Acts chapter 142. Listen to the gold and listen to the apostles' teaching. Deliberate on the word and everything. Then, that Psalm 64 won't be. Your life will be protected from the snare of the enemy. There are many things that are fighting, buying and selling in the atmosphere. If you are not very careful. Sorry that I have to use this. Look at all the kind of diseases that we are seeing now. Cancer. All this. You think we are not born with cancer? All of a sudden it didn't just come. But I tell you the truth. If you are under this shadow of this first second and third. They would have prayed cancer. Are you listening to me? They would have prayed, prayed tuberculosis. Their name the diseases now you know them. May, may that not be a portion in the name of Jesus. You will have been under the cover. And paraventure the enemy is bringing it because there is a crack. It will not touch you. Not touch your children. Not touch you. Understand what I'm saying? Because we have filled that gap. No gap. He said you must not be proud. You are not proud. He said you should honor your father and your mother. You are doing it. He said you should do this. You are doing that. You do when the enemy is coming, God himself will stand. I say you can't. <laughs> She has done this. She has done that. It is God that will fight our battle. Hallelujah. Because you can see when Joshua was fighting that battle. And that man with the drawn sword came. When the man with the drawn sword came, what happened? Even Joshua did not know. He said, are you part of us? Are you our enemy? Are you this? Are you that? Was that the question? He said, no. I'm the leader of this battle. I'm the one that is going ahead of you. I'm the pillar of fire by day. I'm the pillar of fire by night. I'm the one that is supporting this work of ministry you are doing. I'm the one that is leading you. I'm the Oh Lord. May we not fight wrong battles in the name of Jesus. When we fight wrong battles, the leader of the army will not lead us. Then there will always be a crack. So the reason for this prayer is to protect our lives from the threat of the enemy. 64 verse 10. The righteous will rejoice in the Lord and take refuge in Him. All the upright in heart will glory in Him. I think my time is fast spent. I'm going to round it up. Amen. Discuss the rest maybe by Sunday. So that we can be protected. So that we can take refuge in Him. Beginning of the month. You see that song that I sang to you. I want that song on the board because I just want to remind us. In the months, you've, you've spoken to God that I'm, we are going in this month. Cover us with your blood. The Lord will do it. Do this for us. He will do it. You commit your ways before the Lord. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 6. Say, acknowledge me in all your ways and I will do what? So, we acknowledge God. Fought in thy name, O Lord, I go. My daily labor to pursue. Thee, only thee, 
resolve to know in all I think or speak or do. This must be our prayer every month. I want choir to, 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 to sing this song. All the time, practice it more and more. And you sing songs like this on overcomers a victory night. Fall in thy name, O Lord, I go. My daily neighbor, that has assigned you a task, your work, everything that you do in the new month. Oh, let me cheerfully fulfill in all my works thy presence find. Let me find your presence in this new month. Is a great prayer. And prove thy good and perfect will. Hallelujah. Go to the next stanza. Preserve me from my calling's snare. I've told you there are a lot of snare that are waste us every month. And hide my simple heart above. Above the thorns of choking care. The gilded baits of the worldly love. When you commit yourself. There is nothing like fornication. There is nothing like adultery. There is nothing like all this stealing. There is nothing like lying. Because you have reminded yourself that you are committing yourself before the Lord. And the last one. Thee I set at my right hand, whose eyes my inmost substance see, and labor on at thy command, and offer all my work to thee. May the Lord bless his words. With these words, I want us to have our head bowed and our eyes closed. Just rededicate or recommit your life to God again. That in this new month, as you go out in this new month, that the Lord will go with us. Amen. You want to pray as a church? Lord, I pray for your protection over my life. From the threat of the enemy this month, in the name of Jesus. I pray for your protection over my home. I pray for your protection over my husband. I pray for your protection over my children. I, pro- I, I, I pray for your protection over Christ's faith of an worldwide. Father, be with us when we travel in the train. Be with us when we travel in the bus. Be with us, O oh God, when we travel by foot. Help us, direct us, O oh God. Father, guide us, O oh God. Hide us from the conspiracy of the wicked. There are conspiracies of the wicked that we go through every month. Hide us from the plots. I want you to speak loud, speak loud. Speak. I know that there are prayer warriors here. Hide us. Put us some 64 there. Hide us. Let's rise, please, because this is leading into our prayer session. Hide us, O oh God, from the conspiracy of the wicked. From the plots of the evil one. Let the saints of God shout loud, 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 loud and begin to pray. I know we are tired. I know we are shocked all day. But the Lord is training us in the name of Jesus. They sharpen their tongue like sword and aim cru- cruel words like deadly arrows. Guide us from people that we talk to make us to be upset. From people's behavior that you have set us in this month. Sometimes it might be from your work. Sometimes it might be from the church. And we are asking, did you not hear what the man of God said? Lift up your voice and pray. Father, I encourage us, O God, from evil plans, O God. Help us not to talk about hiding snares. Some people plan evil from day and night. Help me this month. Help my mouth. Help my mouth. Help my body language in this month. Help my body language. Help me to react to your discipline in a positive way in the name of Jesus. 
Help me to fear your God. Help me to proclaim your works in this month of God and ponder on what you have done this month. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voice, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, I pray, God, that I will rejoice in this month. Tell the Lord, sickness, sadness and sorrow will flee. In this new month that are entering, entering, sickness, sorrow, they will flee in the name of Jesus. Sickness, sorrow, will flee in the name of Jesus. At this, I want to call on the elders that have been assigned to pray. And I want these first elders to be coming forward in the name of Jesus. Protect me this month. Protect me this month. Protect me from evil. Protect my family, O oh God. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. We want to thank our mommy in the Lord for reminding us once again about the victory night, what victory night is. To as many that are just joining us, so at least we have opportunity today to know more about Victory Night. Hallelujah. We are going to pray. Victory Night is the covenant night. Covenant three nights with Jesus. Whenever God covenant with us, he always show up. It's a time to rededicate our lives. And it's a time for us to pray. To pray into our new month. So that we don't have to pray when things happen. We can pray many things in the beginning of the month. So that we can have victory every day of the month, throughout the month, if we begin the month with him. I want us to turn our Bible quickly to the book of John chapter 5. Amen? John chapter 5. I will read 34 and 35, please. Very quickly. Thirty-four. Know that I accept human testimony. But I mention it that you may be saved. John was a lamb that burned and gave light. And you chose for a time to enjoy his light. You chose for a time to enjoy his light. I want us to pray. She says it is a time to rededicate our life. It is a time to evaluate our life and begin to think about how we are living our life in victory night. We are going to pray, Lord, help me in this month and every month. Help my life. Help me as I live my life every day in the new month that I will walk in your victory. Help my service not to be a seasonal service. Help my service not to be a seasonal service. Pastor Debbie said yesterday, discipleship should not be only 90 days. It should be every day. Lord, help my life. I want to have an encounter with you. I want to have a daily encounter with you. A daily encounter with you, oh my God. I want to have a daily encounter with you, God. I want my life not to be a seasonal, oh God, service unto you. Whoever seek you, the Bible says, always find you. My seeking of you, oh God, I want to be it, oh God. Let it be a daily thing, oh God, in my life, in this house, as I seek you. In thy name of Jesus, help my life, oh God. Help my service. Help my work. Help my work in evangelism. Help my service, oh God. In everything I do, oh God, I bring myself bare before you. Fill me, oh God, with your light. 
Fill me, O oh God, with your light. Let the light that you have placed in me begin to shine. Let the light that you have placed in me shine forth, O oh God, in thy name of Jesus. Through me, reach out to the nations. Through me, reach out to the nations, O oh God, my King. Through me, reach out to the nations. I meet with you today, a covenant night. A covenant night is a time, O oh God, that you visit your people. A covenant night is a time, O oh God, that you see your people. A covenant night is a time that you show up, O oh God, and do great and mighty wonders in the presence of your people, O oh God. Lord, show up, O oh God, in my case. Show up in the case of Christ with Show up, O oh God Almighty. Help us, O oh God, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Victory night. Let's turn our Bible, please, to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. It said, Therefore, dear brothers, stand firm, let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. We have been given a lot of information. In order to comprehend this, we have to ask God at this hour to help us all to stand firm. To stand firm in the Lord and to help us to be faithful. And again, to give us understanding of the word. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God Almighty, according to your holy word, help us, O God Almighty, to be firm in you. Help us, O Lord God Almighty, to be firm in you. We pray thee, my Lord and my God. Help me to be faithful, O God. Help me to be faithful, O God, and give us all the understanding of your word. Give us the understanding of your word, O God Almighty. And let your word richly dwell in each and every one of us. And take away every reproach in us, O God Almighty. Help us, O God Almighty. Help us, my Lord and my God, my King, my Savior, my Redeemer. Help us, O God Almighty. And let your word richly dwell in us. Heavenly Father, we pray thee. We pray thee, my Lord and my King. Savior, Lord Almighty. We thank you, Jehovah God. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Can we go to Psalm 116, verse 12. Um, as our mother and the Lord has been teaching us since yesterday, um, especially the song we sang yesterday that um, really uh, touched my heart was um, for us to count our blessings. I could not really comprehend how much God has done for me in particular until yesterday when I had that song. In Psalm 116 verse 12, it says, How can I repay the Lord for all his goodness to me? It says in 13, I will lift up the cup of salvation count from the day we were born to how God ordered our footsteps. Some of us are not even qualified to be in England. Some of us are not even qualified to be married. Some of us are not even qualified to be born again. Me, for once, I don't think I'm qualified to be born again. But here I am, all by the grace of God. So let us pray. Give thanks to God. Thank God for all he has done for us. 
my God and my Father, I come before your holy throne, the Almighty God. Father God, I submit unto you and I give you thanks and praise for all you've done. My God and my King, I thank you for ordering my footstep into CFT. My Almighty God, King of Heaven, I give you honor and glory. I thank you, the God that created the heaven and earth, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God that put his word into the mouth of Jeremiah. My God and my Father, I thank you. I thank you. Father God, I thank you. My Lord and my King, I thank you. Heavenly Father, I thank you. My whole being glorify your name. My Lord and my Father, I thank you. I thank you for bringing me to this country. I thank you for bringing me to this church. I thank you for the settlement of the house. I thank you for the pastors. I thank you for the deacon and deaconesses. I thank you for the elders. I thank you for the, for the choir. I thank you for all you have done for us. My God and my King, we thank and praise your holy name. Thank you, Jehovah. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Let's continue to thank God for the grace and the mercy. We thank you for your grace, O Lord. We exalt your name for your kindness. We are alive today because of your grace, O Lord. We exalt your name, O Lord. It's a privilege, O Lord, that we are called by you. We bless your name, O Lord. Thanks be to you, God Almighty, who has given us victory through Christ Jesus. We magnify your name. In Jesus' name. Can we turn our Bibles to Isaiah chapter 65? I read from 22. It says, No longer will they build houses and others live in them, or plant and others eat. For as the days of a tree, so will be the day of my people. And it says, My chosen ones will long enjoy the work of their hands. Then 23. They will not toil in vain. You will not toil in vain. In this man, Christ's faith tabernacle will not toil in vain. We will build houses and we'll live in them. It says that we will not toil in vain or bear children doomed for misfortune. None of our children will be doomed for misfortune. There are so many things going out there that our children face in schools when they go and do the activities. But we're going to pray none of them will be doomed for misfortune. It says, for they will be a people blessed by the Lord. They and their descendants with them. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray that, Father, in this month, I will not toil in vain. In this month, my children will not be doomed for misfortune. Our people shall be blessed. Let's begin to pray. Father, we bless your name, O Lord. We magnify your name, O Lord, for in this month, O Lord, we will build houses and we will live in them. Father, in this month, O Lord, we will not let others live in our houses. In the name of Jesus, we shall plant and we will eat, O Lord, from our land. We will not toil in vain, O Lord, nor bear children due for misfortune. My Lord, we and our people shall be blessed. In the name of Jesus. We will not toil in vain. We will not toil in vain. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Ezekiel 12, 25 to 28. Ezekiel 12, 25 to 28, please. Uh, okay, my prayer is from 28, not just 0 to 28, but we can read from 25 to 28 later. It said, Therefore say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, none of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever I say will be fulfilled, declares the sovereign Lord. 
Let's just thank God for his word because he says none of his words will be delayed. That everything God has said about us in this house, about Christ's faith tabernacle all over, uh, will no longer be delayed and God will fulfill them. Let's just thank God for that. Oh, Father God, eternal King of glory. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for you say, Lord, that your word will no longer be delayed consigning us. Every word that you have spoken concerning us, let there be fulfillment. Let there be fulfillment, for your words will not return to you void. For what you have spoken concerning us, let there be fulfillment, O Lord. O Father God, we pray, O Lord God, for fulfillment of your word. Let there be, uh, let there be fulfilled in our life. Every delay be taken out, O Lord. Father God, Lord, your word will no longer be delayed consigning us. Every promises, every promises, every prophecy, O Lord, upon our life, let there be fulfillment. Let there be fulfillment. Let there be fulfillment. Every word that you have spoken consigning us, Lord. Oh, Father God, let there be fulfillment, O Lord. Take out every delay of your word. Take out every delay of your word. Oh, Father God, Lord, eternal King of glory, we pray for your mercy. Oh, Father God, we pray for your grace. Oh, Father God, we pray, O Lord God, eternal King of glory. Every delay, O Lord God, consigning the fulfillment of your word be taken out, O Lord. Oh, Father God, Jesus. Father, bring about the manifestation of your word in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. Every word you have spoken over our lives, they shall be fulfilled in this first, second, and third in the mighty name of Jesus. We will come out with victory in Jesus' name. We will be victorious. As you said, O oh God, this prophet shall never be heard again among you. That the Lord speaks and it does not get fulfilled. Fulfill your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Fulfill your words in our life, O oh God. Father, we exalt and magnify you. For in Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Let us open quickly to the book of Romans 13, 11. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber. Because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. I want us to pray. Um, I mean, Apostle spoke I think a couple of services ago where those that once believed in God they're not saying they no longer believe. I watched a video of someone that used to be a voice for the faith that now says he's no longer a Christian, denouncing the faith. This Bible says we know our salvation is nearer than when we first believed, but something happened when we believed. We encounter God in a way that we believed. But it's like we've, we've put our in the recess of our memory now. We no longer know why we believe. And I just want us to pray, especially for the young kids in this house, that the Lord will revisit us again, that we would understand the essence of why we believe in God, why we converted to Christianity, why we left our ways and came into his marvelous light, that the Lord, even us that are supposed to be the front runners, we that are the parents, that the Lord will re-energize us. He will wake us from our slumber because it is our failing that the younger ones are beginning to manifest those kind of demonic spirits that attack their mind. So let us just pray that the Lord should wake us up as a church from our slumber in the mighty name of Jesus. Our Father and our King, O oh God, we commit ourselves before you, my Lord and my King. We pray, Lord Jesus, as the Bible says, that the time has come for us to wake up from our slumber. My Lord and my King, revisit your church, Lord Jesus, 
and wake us up, O oh God, from our slumber. Those of us that have been ordained, O oh God, for years, O oh God, that we've slept in our ordination. Father, revisit us, my Lord and my King. Wake us up, O oh God, for the torch you have passed unto us, Lord God. Father, let us run with it with a burning light, Lord God. Father, those of us that are trainers of little ones, trainers of young kids, Lord God. Father, put your spirit back in us, O oh God. Put your fire back in our bones, my Lord and my King. Put your fire back in our bones, Lord God. Let us understand the very reason why we gave our lives to Christ. Let us re-understand the very reason why we came into the faith, Lord God. The very encounter we had in you before. Father, revisit them in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Revisit them in our minds in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us eradicate that thought, Lord Jesus. That would say to one that once said Christ is Lord, that you no longer believe in Christ now, Lord God. Father, eradicate that kind of mentality from us in the mighty name of Jesus. Bring us back to where we first fell in love with you, Lord Jesus. Take our heart back to that day, Lord Jesus. Remind us of who you are in our lives, O oh Lord. Remind us, O oh God, of your goodness, your grace, and your mercy, Lord Jesus. Bring to our remembrance, Lord God, your grace, O oh Lord Jesus. All the wonderful things you've done even on our behalf, O oh Lord God. Things seen and unseen, Father, Lord God. King of kings, we exalt your name, O oh Lord Jesus. We give you glory. We give you honor, praise, and adoration, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. I just want us to pray um, in a similar line to, to the Kinney, Um because you mentioned the, the, the youth, and this scripture speaks to young people because Apostle spoke about a spirit that has left hell, and he is targeting the young people, and he's targeting them with unbelief. He's targeting them with um, questions, but they're so far removed from the scripture, they're so far removed from godly men and women that can teach them, guide them, and lead them, that they begin to believe the direction that the, de- the enemy wants to take them. So the scripture that I have is from Second uh, Chronicles 26. I'll read it very quickly. He says, da, 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 from verse 3, Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king and reigned in Jerusalem 52 years. Uh, his mother's name was Jechaliah. She, uh, she was from Jerusalem. He did what was right. This is the scripture. Listen to what the word is saying. He said he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. Just as his father Amaziah had done, he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who instructed him in the fear of God. As long as he sought the Lord, God gave him success. Let's pray that in these days, in these times, as we are given instruction, direction, as we are given guidance, that we take heed, that we follow. Because obedience is better than sacrifice. Let's pray for ourselves days and these times as we are given instruction, direction, as we are given guidance, that we take heed, that we follow, because obedience is better than sacrifice. Let's pray for ourselves, let's pray for our families, let's pray for the children in this house, let's pray for the youth of this house, let's pray for the youth in Christendom. Father, as we are given direction, guidance, and leadership, Lord God. Father, Lord God, the words you have spoken, Lord God, let them be made manifest in our lives, oh Lord God. Father, enable us, Lord, for the God, to not put to one side, Lord, for the God, your direction and your guidance, Lord God, your instruction, Lord God, your godly counsel, for your setting your word, Lord God, as long as he followed after his father, and Messiah, after his spiritual father, Zachariah, he was successful. 
He was successful in the land. He was able to lead the people. He was able to manifest in his calling. But as long as he followed, as you give instruction, Father, grant us a heart to follow. Grant us a heart to follow, Lord Jesus. As you lead, Father, we shall go. As you speak, Father, we shall take heed, Lord God. Father, as you direct, Father, we shall move, Father, Lord God. There shall be no foreign voice, Lord God, that will direct us in other ways, Lord Jesus. Your word, Lord, for the God shall be the only thing that guides us. Your word, Lord, Lord God, for the voice, Lord God, of strangers, we will not follow, Lord Jesus. We will follow your decree. We will follow your laws. We will follow your statutes. Father, the words you speak, Lord God, shall rain heavily on our hearts, Lord God. The book of the law, Lord God, shall not depart from our lips, Lord God. We will meditate on your word day and night, Lord God. We will be careful, Lord God, to do all that is written therein, Lord God. Every word you have spoken, Lord God. Yes, we give you praise. We thank you and bless your holy name. Thank you, Father. Receive the glory and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. The book of Exodus chapter 12, verse 12 to 13, which is the key scripture for this month. Exodus 12, 12 to 13. And it says here, on that night, I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of both the people and animals. And I will bring judgments on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. Verse 13. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are. When I see the blood... I will pass over you. No destruction, plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. When I see the blood, I will pass over you. I want us to ask for the pleading of the blood of Jesus upon every member of Christ's tabernacle. That in this month of Passover, the blood shall be over us. The blood of Jesus. So let's begin to apply the blood. Upon our children, upon our families, bless us, plead the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood. There is power in the blood. The blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Let the blood reply upon every soul, upon every of our families. In our going out, in our coming in, Father, you said, when I see the blood, I will pass over. No destruction shall come out near us. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood. The blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood. The blood of Jesus cleanses. The blood of Jesus sanctifies. The blood of Jesus purges. The blood of Jesus sinks, sanctifies. We plead the blood. The blood of Jesus Upon our going out, upon every soul, upon every member of Christ's tabernacle, let the blood avail for everyone in this month of Passover. We thank you for the blood. We thank you for the blood. It is the blood, the blood of Jesus. It shall prevail. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. I was just confirming with two people there. Deacon Clement has come to preach my message for tomorrow. 
You know, that's why it's good. So that will show you that you are in a sensitive church. Uh, come and read because it's your husband that told you. Read what I wrote here. We celebrate the husband. The Passover is a special okay. We celebrate the month by one yeah, sharing with one another in this case the word and food, mind, etc. Giving and not come before the Lord empty handed, but give the best of your best. Best um, number three. Pleading the blood, fellowship must not sin or continue in sin or allow pride to take us over. Forgetting the past and prepare to move forward by faith in anything that they do since God had told them he would lead them out of Egypt. Uh, number four, preparing ourselves for the fulfillment of God's covenant slash promises. However unlikely they However unlikely they may seem, demonstrate our faith. Hallelujah. So let's put our hands together for the Lord. For being in this church. Because that gives me encouragement. Because this is the message for tomorrow. But God knows that you must hear it from today. Pleading the blood. So if I were you, I would not take it for granted. I will continue to plead the blood. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's take our Bible to the book of Exodus chapter 33, verses 13 to 14. It says, I read, this is Moses speaking to God. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so that I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation is your people, verse 14. The Lord replied, my presence will go with you. And I will give you rest. Praise the Lord. My prayer point is for God's grace to be manifested in our life this new month of April. And for God to teach us his way. And for us to know him more. And the second point is for God's presence to go with us into the new month. And for God to give us rest on every side. Let us pray. Father God, I bless you. I worship you. I give you praise, I give you glory, I give you honor and adoration. I thank you, everlasting God, for this new month. I pray, everlasting God, you bestow more of your grace upon us in a way, in a dimension we never experienced before. I pray, Lord, that you show us your way, show us your way that we may know you more. We want to know you more, we want to know you more. We want to experience more of your grace, more of your goodness in our lives. My Father, my God, let your presence go with us into this new month. Thank you for giving us your rest on every side. My Father, my God, I declare and decree your rest upon us on every side. Thank you for giving us your rest. Thank you for your presence that have gone with us. Thank you for making every crook place straight for us. Thank you for breaking in pieces the gates of brass. Thank you for giving us treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places. Thank you for your rest you have given to us on every side. Thank you for your presence, oh God, that have gone with us. We receive your rest upon us on every side. Thank you, most high God. You are a consuming fire. Thank you for your presence. I've gone with us. Thank you for consuming everything that's not from our path, from our lives. 
from our homes, O oh God. Thank you for your presence, O oh God. In your presence is the fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Thank you for covering us with your presence. We give you praise. Thank you for enveloping us in your presence. We give you glory. We give you honor and adoration, O oh God. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for saturating us in your presence. Blessed be your glorious name. Thank you, Most High God. We envelop ourselves right this month in the presence of the Most High God. Thank you for covering us with your presence. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. We worship you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Romans chapter 8, verse 35. The Bible says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? We are going to pray that God should uphold us and strengthen us. That nothing in this world will separate us from the love of Christ. Nothing that we go through. No persecution. No tribulation. No infirmity. No sickness. No situation. No husband. No children. Shall separate us from the love of Christ. That the Lord will strengthen us. We, we, we uphold us. We will stand firm in Him. That nothing shall shake us. The Bible says that those that put their trust in God shall be like a mountain that can never be shaken. We are going to pray that God should uphold us and strengthen us. That nothing shall move us. Let's begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, the Bible says that what shall separate us from your love? Nothing shall separate us from your love. We declare with you, Lord God, that nothing shall separate us from your love. Nothing shall take us away from you. Nothing shall take us away from your presence. Our children shall not hinder us from serving you. Our husbands shall not hinder us from serving you. Father, uphold us and strengthen us. Strengthen our inner man, O Lord God. Strengthen our mortal body, O Lord God. Remove every Weaknesses from us, O Lord God, in the name of Jesus, O Lord. Father, we pray that you endow us with your power, endow us with your spirit, endow us with your strength, in the name of Jesus. Father, we declare that we will rise up with you. We will soar on wings like eagle. The holy name, in the name of Jesus. Father, we worship you. Father, we give you praise, O Lord. We bless and adore you, O Lord God. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. As mommy said, your amen is not resounding. Hallelujah. Amen. Please, let's take our seat in the heavenly places. May I invite the choir, please. We're going to bring our offering unto the Lord. Offering time. Amen. If you need an envelope, please just wave your hand. The usher will give you one. Hallelujah. If uh, you're a taxpayer, use the blue one. If not, use the green one. Amen. This one. 